When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Chief. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. As always, an awful lot to talk about. I mean, certainly early in this week, it was very much you know, a one-trick pony story in terms of new prime minister. Who was it going to be? Ah, oh, Rishi Sunak, what's it going to do? So much more to talk about today as, of course, we've got the spending review uh, coming, delayed from next Monday. I mean, just so you don't get the Halloween headlines, I think. Halloween horror headlines would have been sensible. But could it mean bad news or good news for people who are hoping for spending cuts to not be, frankly, as harsh as many would fear they would be? Uh, if you're a pensioner, worried whether you're not going to get your triple lock uh, increase, 10% it would be uh, if it was going ahead. Um, announcements on fracking. Uh, we've also, of course, got that extraordinary latest figure on uh, migrants coming across the channel. And today also, it's fashion the times, um, Rishi Sunak is looking at uh, better education. He wants radical education reforms to the education system, a new British baccalaureate and an elite uh, an array of elite technical institutes. I mean, so much to talk about this morning. Let's get straight out it with my guest joining me. I haven't seen him for quite a while. Tom Sater, editor of Spiked Online. Good morning. Morning, Julie. Lovely to have you in the studio. Um, where do we start? Um, um, let, let's talk first of all about the autumn statement. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be next Monday. That was Jeremy Hunter set that day as a new chancellor. Um, we've now got you know a former chancellor as the prime minister. Technically, first Lord of the Treasury, he's in charge of what happens. Um, who'd want to be in Jeremy Hunt's shoes now? Um, basically delaying everything until 17th of November. Um, now, there, there was lots of talk that that statement had to come before the next meeting of the Monetary Policy Committee mm-hmm. of the Bank of England because they're going to set interest rates. But things have calmed down a lot. Is this a good sign that he's able to delay it? Well, it's good insofar as it seems like the pain won't be as extreme as it might have been. It seemed like Jeremy Hunt was almost kind of overcorrecting in a moment of kind of the markets going haywire yeah. and the trust government kind of losing the confidence of uh, institutions like the financial markets or the Bank of England, etc. I think it's bad news insofar as it shows how powerful those institutions were to effectively dispatch the last prime minister and set policy. But it does seem like if we're talking about, you know, the depth of cuts or the, you know, the extent of the tax hikes to come, it's potentially a sign that it's not going to be as severe as it might have seemed like it was when yeah. Jeremy Hunt took over. I mean, just 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 him being there, he's sort of relaxing mm. the markets that seems to be. But also, I mean, lots of the the underlying numbers are looking better. I mean, there's been a crash in the wholesale wholesale gas price, mm. which doesn't always seem to feed into our, our prices that we're charged uh, when we put the heating on. But 
it, it, that could well mean that actually the, the cost of that energy bailout is now no longer two years. It's limited now mm-hmm. to six months from what um, Jeremy Hunt announced last week. But could that be, therefore, it's just not even going to cost anything like the sort of fig- tens and tens and tens of billions that it was looking at. So that that makes the, uh, things a lot easier. Um, but there, I mean, you know, Pensions triple lock is, is mm-hmm. front page of a number of the papers. Um, this concern for among pensioners that they're not going to get uh, their their pension uprated, which basically whichever is high, is it 2.5%? Is it uh, uh, wage inflation mm-hmm. and price inflation? Well, the price inflation is 10.1% at the time that it would normally be set from September. That's what they're expecting. Um, it was below inflation last time round because that was from a weird sort of quirk of the lockdown and wages went plummeted down because of furlough and then boomed back up again. And it was thought that was it was reasonable to to basically suspend the triple lock manifesto pledge for that year. This time round, there'll be a lot of people say, look, pensions in this country are way I mean, they are way lower than comparable mm-hmm. European nations. Um, but there's also an argument that actually you know, you've got a quarter of pensioners of worth of more than a million mm-hmm. uh, don't need the money. Um, and actually, for people of working age, young people, children have actually been bearing the brunt of, of these uh, of these difficult times. And perhaps pensioners shouldn't be our priority, but they're always a priority for, for, uh, for parties, particularly like the Tory party, mm-hmm. because they go out and vote. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, that's the large part of the reason that the triple lock has been so inviolable for so many years is because of the fact that pensioners are a big part of the Tory voting bloc, will continue to be so for a long time. And as you say, they actually turn out and vote unlike young people, which is what scuppered a lot of... Everyone under 25 got to grips with the... Under 30, even. Mm -hmm. Vote. If you all voted, (laughs) trust me, you would have so much more power. You'd have your own triple lock of sorts. But um, uh, but as you say, I think there's always a bit of a difficulty in this debate that it becomes this kind of old people versus young people thing. But there's a lot of variance. There's a lot of... um, elderly people, a lot of pensioners who are living in pensioner poverty and there's a lot of them who are quite comfortable who probably don't need I, I know someone who may or may not be related to me who uses their winter fuel allowance to heat their pool I mean, I'm sorry, but it's wrong. It's, mm-hmm. And also, people got to get to this idea, oh, I've worked all my life, I've paid in. I've paid. You haven't, seriously. You, you haven't paid for your pension. Your pension is paid for out of tax this year. That's what pays for it. There isn't a pot that's got all the money you paid in. And unless you've earned well over sort of 45k most of your life, you haven't paid enough to cover your pension. This is something that is actually paid out of general taxation now. And we've got a lot of young people, they don't own their homes, haven't got, frankly, a chance of getting a home. Uh, they're paying you know, college debt, uh, they're, they're, they're huge, hugely high rents, um, and, and, and they're not seeing their wages increase by 10%. Mm-hmm. They're facing an awful lot of these costs and everything, and they're not seeing that. I, it does become a big generational divide, doesn't it? What about, I mean, what about just raising, you know, the pensioners' credit, tax credit? So the poorest pensioners making sure that they get a big rise because they're the ones who are going to be most in need, but not raising it. I mean, you can't means test the whole thing, can you? Because that becomes an issue. I mean, you'll get taxed on it more if you've got, mm-hmm. if you are a high, you've got big pension, you're paying tax on that income. But I just, I, I don't know, it just seems to me that, you know, that is a manifesto pledge that should be broken. It's, and as you say, it's a tricky situation because you can also have pensioners who are living in a house which they own, which is worth actually quite a lot of money because but of they, how prices shot don't. up, but they don't have barely enough money to yeah. eat it and so on. So but these then, but things then lots aren't of people, you know, down, they do actually dance cut. But that mm-hmm. said, you know, you can live in a million pound house for those li- not living in London, which is most of the country. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, you look at pictures of a million pound house in large parts of the country. You're looking at, you know, you've got a, you've got a pool and stables and mm-hmm. you 
know, and I've, you know, I mean, just like, you know, we look, look at my, my husband uh, grew up in, in Staffordshire and, you know, you look at a million pound house there, you are looking at a proper des res mansion. Mm -hmm. Okay. You look at a million pound house in large parts of London. I'm not talking about people living in the centre of London. You are looking at a, I mean, basically a, a, a small family house. Mm -hmm. You know, even two bedroomed. I mean, mm. or even some places it's flat. So I mean, it's very, very different, isn't it? Um, let's also talk about what we also heard at uh, well, appeared here, and then was confirmed by Downing Street later on from down, um, the number, the the Prime Minister's questions. Rishi Sunak effectively bringing back the manifesto pledge of the moratorium continuing on fracking. So a fracking ban. Um, Liz Truss, uh, you know, through all the traumas of that fracking vote last week. Um, which was you know, part of the reasons for her downfall is the inability to control her troops effectively. Um, and, and, and you know, of course, it a confidence vote, wasn't it? But it's insane. Mm. We're in an energy crisis. We've got we've got probably large resources of a very clean natural gas underneath our, our feet. And, and he's going to have a ban on it. And that, I mean, that's that's the first big, massive, massive <coughs> from me for this new premiership. I completely agree. I mean, it's an energy crisis spurred by high gas prices. We're sat on all of these <laughs> gas reserves, and yet we can't use them. And as you say, the other thing is it's relatively clean in relation to if we want to even be on the kind of slope towards lower emissions. It ticks every box. But as we all know, it just always smashes against the political reality. Yeah. So many Tory MPs are in seats which don't want fracking and yeah. therefore... But again, if you don't want fracking, but what well, Liz Truss has said, you know, uh, to local people, but again, I'm, I'm very much into whether it's an airport, whether it's new housing, whatever, you know, basically pay bribe, pay off mm. local people to put up with it. If you're going to have to put up with a whole load of noise on your roads and pollution, then yeah, why not? Why not just say, right, we're going to give every homeowner, you know, 10 grand or you get lower energy costs for the next, because you're taking the hit for everyone else to have more energy security. That's that's a cost worth paying. No, well, that's the thing is if people are like their town, if they like their neighbourhood, you know, people kick up a huge fuss if someone wants to open a new pub or a club down the road, you know, let alone a fracking Hey, around my way, like... a McDonald's. I mean, you know, people People are mad. They mm. really are. Um, let's talk about the other big story. Uh, migrants, the migrant boats. Um, Dan O'Mahony, um, uh, who's got the wonderful job of clandestine channel threat commander for Border Force. Great name. Great uh, I mean, that is, a, yeah. that is a business <laughs> card you want. Um, I'm, I want to I have that. What, what can I... Come on, text in, please. Tweet in. Clandestine channel threat commander for Border Force. What clandestine job do I have? I want to hear from you. Um, but we're asking this morning, actually, as Britain faces a flood, this is incredible. He admitted that 10,000 young Albanian men mm -hmm. have arrived uh, on channel boats just this year. You know, a, a year ago, it was 800. But it's now basically, I mean, it wasn't earlier on in the year, it wasn't all Albanians, but the vast majority of people coming across right now out of the 30-odd thousand who've arrived uh, are Albanian men. Um, and it's between 1% and 2% of the adult male population of Albania. I mean, this is astonishing. Yeah. I mean, the, is there a war in Albania that they're fleeing? No, not at all. And that's, the, you know, there's all sorts of problems in Albania. I'm sure there's all sorts I'd of problems. I'd rather be here in, than Albania. In all sorts you know. of countries. Um, but at the same time, again, I think this pretense that this is all people fleeing war. These are people from Syria. These are people from places in which they're facing political persecution. Yeah. It's not necessarily true. And I think even if you want to make the case for more migration, you have to accept the fact you can't insult people's intelligence it's quite clear that the flow of migrants here it's economic migration in yeah. large part and i mean also... i mean young, young i mean women women mm. and older people don't seem to be that concerned do they mm -hmm. because they're they're not getting on the boats and you know according to um our clandestine channel threat commander he was talking <laughs> about a lot of people come in they work in the black market and then they'll take the money and then return home and so yeah. on they're people who obviously are very hard up need a chance all the rest of it but at the same time sorry if you're not going, our problem but at the, at the same time you have to have a if you want to even have 
um, a level of migration. You still have to be able to control your own border. Otherwise, you're never yeah. going to have the breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.